We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hey, what a pleasure to talk to Pastor Addison Adamu. He is the lead pastor at Freedom House International in Stone Mountain. He has quite a story. We're going to hear that story. And uh, I hear about uh, Freedom House International all the time. God has been moving there for for a number of years. It's amazing. First of all, Pastor, how are you? I'm doing great. And you? We are doing very well. Thanks for uh, connecting with us today. We know that you are, you and your team are very, very busy in, in what you do. Uh, where do we begin? Former Muslim called by Jesus uh, from Islam into Christianity. Uh, tell us just a little bit about that story, how it all happened. Thank you very much, and thank you all for having me on the show today. It's a great joy in the Lord to be with you. And yes, um, I am a former Muslim, and how I became a Christian is uh, a very, very remarkable a miracle. I never thought I would ever be a Christian or go to church or even preach the Bible. I was born and raised in a very strict Muslim home in Ghana, Africa. Mm. And uh, growing up, I was playing football, and I wanted to become a professional soccer player, and um uh go to europe and play professional so i was getting to the top uh league and i met a friend who was a devout christian that introduced me to jesus hmm. at the age of 16. Hmm. And, uh, he started reading the bible to me telling me about jesus that jesus is the son of god he is the healer he's the savior and I told him, uh, Jesus cannot be the son of God because in Islam, in Quran, I was taught and trained that Jesus is just one of the prophets and yeah. Allah uh, sent Muhammad as the last prophet to come and give his last word. So Jesus is just uh, in Islam, one of the prophets, but Muhammad is the last and authentic prophet. So we went back and forth arguing and debating for a year. And one day he told me about healing crusade taking place in another city in Ghana. That time I was 16. I was not in America yet. And uh, I said, a healing crusade was that. He said, that's when uh, the pastor preach and pray and people get healing and miracles in the name of Jesus. And I was like, wait a minute. Are you trying to trick me to go to church? Or- <laughs> <laughs> Because in the in the Islamic religion, I never saw in the name of Allah or Muhammad somebody getting their healing or their eyes being opened. So I was very, very uh, skeptical. And I thought he was trying to use a trick to take me to church. But at that time, to, um, to go to church was a blasphemy. Mm-hmm. You either be killed or persecuted. So no one dared to go to church from my family. Mm. Because my father was a very devout and strict Muslim. If you do, he will kill you with his own hands. Wow. <laughs> mm. Wow. 
so I had to sneak with my friend to the healing crusade. And when I went, the, the preacher started preaching about Jesus Christ, that he's the, uh, the healer, the son of God, the savior. And uh, whatever the problem is, he can take care of it. And uh, when he prays uh, in the name of Jesus, things started happening. He prayed and I saw miracles happening. And blind eyes opening, cripples walking from their wheelchairs, and a powerful, powerful, powerful uh, miracle took place that mm. changed life. A lady that was dead for 24 hours, and they brought the body from the hospital. The doctors had released the body for the family to go and bury the, the body because in uh, those days, they don't have like the uh, a mortuary in the village or anything. When somebody dies right away, they, they, they bury the person. So the family took the girl, 23-year-old lady, to the healing crusade. And when the man prayed in the name of Jesus, uh, the lady called Lydia came back to life. Hmm. And that was the very first time being at church, very first time seeing Jesus healing, healing the sick, raising the dead. I was so amazed. Wow. And that day I gave my life to Christ. And that's how I became a Christian. <laughs> wow. Story. What a story. And uh, I'm sure from then on, your life was just easy and everything just fell in, right into place and nothing ever occurred after that, right? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. But <laughs> So what happened after that? Because I'm sure it wasn't an easy transition for you. It wasn't because after that, you know, um, I got slain under the power of God that day. And seeing that, I was so touched. And the healing evangelist called for uh, those that want to surrender their lives to Christ, accept Jesus. And I went and accepted Jesus into my heart. And I was touched by the power of the Holy Ghost. So I started seeing visions and dreams from Jesus. And uh, he told me to start going to church. Jesus told me to follow that same friend uh, from that Pentecostal church to, uh, to go to church. So I had to sneak to go to church. But my father found out that wow. I church because he had he, he had not been seeing me in the mosque anymore five times a day. <laughs> <laughs> he had not been seeing me wearing the long outfit the Muslims wear. And uh, in Islam, in the village, every Friday is like their Sunday. They'll go to the big mosque in the city to worship Allah. And he didn't see me going to the Friday, uh, which was their Sunday, Friday uh, services with them. So uh, they started tracking me and uh, from behind. And they found out that I was going to church. And my father wanted to kill me. So I had to run for my life and uh, my friend took me and hid me in their house and they were going to village to uh, from village to village looking for me to kill me. My entire family and my uh, father and all the Muslim village wanted to kill me. So uh, whilst I was hiding in my friend's house, that was two weeks after my conversion from Islam to Christianity. 
I continue to have visions and dreams from Jesus every single night. He showed me how he was crucified. He sent two angels. They took me to heaven and I met with Jesus. He told me he's the savior. He's the son of God. And I should go into the world and preach his healing and salvation gospel uh, for him and introduce him to the world. And he will use me the same miracles he I saw in my life. I will see the same miracles. So I started going to church, and when they wanted to kill me, I was taken to my friend's house to hide. One day, uh, Jesus came and told me my father was sick and about to die. I should go home and pray for my father. So I told my friend that Jesus came to me in a vision last night, and he said, my father is sick. Go back home and pray for him. And he said, wait a minute, Addison, they will kill you. Don't you know what that, that is dangerous? They're looking for you to kill you. And I said, but if I go and Jesus heals my father, the whole Muslim village will turn to Christ. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I had a childlike faith. I knew what I saw at the crusade, what Jesus did. And I had uh, faith in the Lord Jesus with no doubt that he's going to heal my father. And my friend said, well, if you're going to go, I'm not going to go with you because I know you will, you will die. They will kill you. And I don't want to die at this point. I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was 16 and he was 19. So I went by faith all by myself. I went to the house and lo and behold, my father was in his sick bed about to die. His body getting cold. He couldn't move. He couldn't talk. He couldn't eat. He couldn't drink. They mm -hmm. had to fire under his bed you know in the village at that time no electricity and they couldn't they didn't have heaters so they put a charcoal fire under his bed to heat his body but nothing was working and when they saw me coming they said here comes Adamu you are a traitor you betrayed our fate and you went to uh, church we will kill you today hmm. I said I went to church but give me opportunity to pray for my father and after praying for my father, you can kill me. And they said, well, uh, well uh, that's well said. We, we, we will let you pray for your father. After that, we will take care of you. And they were actually shocked that I was so bold to come out uh, in the midst of persecution. So they took me into the room and they closed the door behind me. And they said, now we got you. Pray for your father. After that, we will kill you. So that time I was not a preacher and I didn't even know the Bible, the scriptures, but I based my faith on the miracles I saw Jesus did at that healing crusade. Mm -hmm. So I lifted up my hands and I said, uh, Lord Jesus, I pray in your name that you heal my sick father who is sick so that all these Muslims here in this room and all Muslims around the world we know that you are the healer, you are the son of God, and you are the soon coming king. You are the savior. That was my prayer. And hmm. before my prayers ended, Jesus did amazing miracle. My father started moving his body. He started speaking. He got up from his bed all by himself. And at that time he could hear, but he couldn't speak. So when I prayed, he heard the prayers. When he got up, he said, Adamu, your Jesus prayer is powerful. 
<laughs> wow. Those were the first words coming from his mouth. Adam, your Jesus Christ is powerful. Your Jesus prayer healed me. Come home. You are my son. No more persecution. Now you can go to church. You can do whatever you want to do. If not, your Jesus prayer, I wouldn't come back to life. I was dying and I was going to hell. And I will be going to church with you. Wow. wow. What a wow. story. Pastor Addison Adamu telling his story. That story uh, is probably in your book, My Path to Christ from Islam, right? Yes, the book uh, is coming out soon. I'm about to publish it now. And uh, that story is the reason for that book, My Path to Christ from Islam. And uh, Jesus did so much great things in my life. And he, uh, the whole Muslim village came to Christ. And after wow. Uh, they all started serving the Lord. My mother, my family, my brothers and sisters, everybody started going to church, and they are all still devout Christians now. Wow. Love that. Awesome. Pastor Damu is the lead pastor of Freedom House International. Let's fast forward then now to Freedom House International. How long is now? I heard about Freedom uh, House International probably about, uh, I don't know, five, six years ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, how, long, how long have you been here? What's going on there? Oh, thank you for asking. Yes, uh, this August, Freedom House Church International will be 10 years. Wow, okay. And we are very excited. So you were right uh, here about the, the ministry. The Lord, uh, uh, to go back a little bit, when uh, after all those miracles, my conversion, Jesus told me he would take me to Bible school in America. And after the Bible school, I will preach the gospel to the world. So he took me to Bible school. I came to America 2006. Okay. And I graduated from Bible school 2010. And he told me that I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. He told me to move to Atlanta, Georgia to start Freedom House Church International. And it will be like a divine healing center. It's a church, but not church as usual. The same miracles I saw at the crusade, he will be performing the same miracles in the church. And I moved to Atlanta January 2012 and started the ministry. And uh, it exploded. TBN, Daystar, many television networks interviewed me with my testimony. And... Um, uh, millions of uh, souls uh, came to the Lord by mm. hearing my conversion testimony. And people coming to the church now, we are located in Stone Mountain, Georgia, in Atlanta metro area. And God is moving mightily. We've seen the blind eyes opening, cripples walking, Jesus confirming his word with miracles. He said, as you go preach this, the kingdom of God is at hand, heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out demons. And he said he will confirm his word with miracles, signs, and wonders. And that's what we've been witnessing here every single Sunday morning. We have canes. We have hundreds of uh, walkers and uh, canes and clutches that we collected from people that doctors said they would never got uh, uh, up from their wheelchair or they gave them a timeline to die. But when they came, some their family flew them from other states, other countries, Canada, Australia, London, and Jesus healed all of them. And we have their kings and uh, wheelchairs here in the church. So Freedom House Church, we've seen the same miracles Jesus did in the Bible days and also the miracles I saw at the Healing Crusade in Ghana. 
and uh, we, we, we it's, it's just amazing to see the prophecy of God about my life and about the kingdom work coming to pass here at Freedom House Church. Did you ever think back when you were, you know, 15, 16, playing soccer before you became a Christian, that you would end up in America preaching the gospel of Jesus? Did you ever no. think that? No, not at all. No, wow. I never thought about anything like that. Even now, it's a miracle. Uh, people call me from Ghana. I saw you on TV preaching the gospel. Now, Muslims that I never met one-on-one all over Africa, and the world giving their lives to Christ. They say, yeah. oh, this is incredible. And those that know me personally, growing up, uh, if somebody had prophesied that one day I'll be a preacher in America, they would tell you, you are a false prophet. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking with yeah. Pastor Addison Adamu. He's telling us his story, and you'll want to visit uh, Freedom House International. Really great place to go to. I've heard about it for years and what God is, is doing there. Also, the uh, I'm Pat the Christ book coming out. When is that book coming out, Pastor? God willing, by the end of uh, summer, it will be out. And uh, but people can actually pre- pre- uh, order the, the, the book now. And uh, um, we, we, uh, th- there are so many things God is doing. So we want to include some of the uh, new testimonies in the book and then uh, publish it by August. It should be ready. Now, a lot of folks had have had challenges over the last couple of years because of COVID, and uh, you guys probably just kept things going, right? Yes. Uh, that, uh, we have virtual service. Uh, we are actually having a grand reopening this Sunday. Uh, this Sunday, and uh, we have services every Sunday, 10 a.m. here at Freedom House Church in Stone Mountain, Georgia. And uh, since the COVID era, God has still been moving mightily uh, in our virtual services. We also have Tuesday prayer line. Uh, it's a conference uh, conference call prayer line. We do Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Everything is on the website, but we are very, very excited and things are going uh, very well, even during the COVID season. Many have been healed from COVID supernaturally when they came to the ministry or called the ministry for healing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. AddisonAdamu.org is a great place to go to, and uh, we'll want you to uh, attend the services, watch the services, and uh, check out the book. All right, I got to ask you this now. Are you still following Ghana soccer, or who do you root for when uh, things happen, when the World Cup happens? Oh, well, well thank you for asking me that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes I, I still follow Ghana soccer and um uh, I, I I root for Ghana Blasters and now uh the good news is that uh I have a professional team in Ghana right now we have uh Soccer for Souls a, uh, our soccer team in Ghana is called Soccer for Souls we just qualify for Ghana FA Cup and uh if uh we qualify for uh, the slot, we will be representing Ghana in Africa. So I root for Soccer for Souls, my own club in Ghana, and also uh, for Ghana Blaster. And we have the academy here in uh, America to Soccer for Souls Academy here in Atlanta. Awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Check out, uh, uh, you can go to addisonadamu.org and also check out Freedom House Church International. Pastor, thank you so much. 
hey, we'd love to check in on you in, in a few months to see what's going on. And uh, we're praying that the grand opening will be a uh, re-grand opening will be huge coming up this Sunday. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. 